2: Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning.
3: I am
2: I'm well. Good. good morning. A little hazy this morning at my house on the way in.
4: I think that was fog, sir. Is that what? Well, yes.
2: It's oh, the so, onshore oh, so, flow. Oh, so it's haze in the daytime, but it's fog at night? Is that how it works? Well,
4: I would, I guess yes, but I would ascribe more pollution to haze you know, or smoke or something. Okay.
2: That was thank a marine you. layer that thank, came thank in. Thank you, Here George.
4: How do you feel about that as a former Naval officer. The Marine layer. The Marine layer coming in. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to have a very hot, not a hot day, a warm day today, but a cool week it's as this cool onshore off. flow continues. Yeah, I heard
2: it, I did hear that it was going to start to cool off.
4: Quite a bit. Of, they're talking about well below average. I might have to wear long pants this week, well which below. is good for everybody around <laughs> me. I know. I, I, you don't even have to say it. Yeah. But I'm bummed.
2: Uh, today is the... Day before Mother's Day, so happy Mother's happy early Mother's Day to all of you out there that are celebrating. Um, I got nothing to say about that, other than that. So, anyway, uh, we, we do don't want to
4: spoil any surprises. No, we'll talk about it no. next week after the fact.
2: Okay, um, we do have classes coming up to today in both stores uh, in San Diego at nine o'clock. It's going to be house plants with Ted, and in Poway, it's going to be spiders in the garden with uh, Randy Sipsack from the San Diego Spider Society. That's, I think, that's actually going to be a a very interesting.
3: Uh, yeah, we're ex- expecting a, a, I think, a pretty good turnout for that class.
2: Yeah, I think that'll be a good one.
4: I'm going to walk all the way over there, and I, I'd like to see about spiders in the garden.
3: You know, it what started this, the genesis behind this was the fact that we had so many people that come in and and are looking for sprays to kill spiders because they're in their shrubs. Right. And when you start speaking with them and they'll say, well, yeah, they're eating my plants. Well, spiders, <laughs> yeah, spiders no. aren't eating your plants. And in fact, to my knowledge, there are no vegan or vegetarian spiders. Other than spider mites. Well, spider mites different, but yeah. that's not what they're seeing. They're no. seeing the big spiders. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I had to go. My uh, Yeah. We,
5: we had that conversation a lot. Yes.
2: My patio furniture was infested with spiders. I had to go and. Hose them off, clean them out of there. Yeah. on so, un- but yeah, they're 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 all well, taken care of now. I still remember
4: putting on my little headlamp and going down to lock up the chickens and seeing all the little spider eyes reflecting Staring back, back at me, you. It was kind of creepy, <laughs> but <laughs> that is what, creepy.
2: I've never done that before.
4: I remember reading somewhere that if we didn't have spiders, we'd be overrun. We'd be overrun with.
3: That was one of our Wednesday that, wisdoms. Yeah. It's been a year or so, but yeah, you're right.
4: So I do pay attention do once Sometimes. in a while. <laughs> yeah,
3: long term memory. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yesterday, not so much.
2: Oh, the other one is um, people freaking out about um, brown recluses, and they. We they, had that conversation. They, they are not indigenous to San Diego.
4: No, but how come we have not had them piggybacking in a van full of somebody's furniture? Or I, I'm surprised well, we, we may that we have, don't but have I think to Ken's here.
3: point, they're not they're not native to our area. Would so. they
4: die out if somebody imported them?
2: Well, I guess they'd have to import more than one.
4: Oh, they'd have to import two or a family. They could, or they could import the egg in, Yes, import a, an egg sack of them. I don't know. I thought about that because yeah. I know they're not around here, and people blame everything on brown. There brown is a, recluse. De- I believe
3: it's a desert recluse that is a recluse, in that, but it's not here. But it's not the same as the as okay.
2: the brown as recluse. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you can um,
3: learn all about that today with Randy up in Poway at 9.30.
2: At 9.30. Uh, next weekend, uh, the 14th, in San Diego, it's going to be Rose Care with Constance. And um, in Poway at 9.30 on the 14th, it's going to be Building Healthy Soil with Tyler Trimble, which that should both of those should be uh, excellent classes as well. Tyler does a really good job. He, he's a very popular presenter. Backyard yeah. for San Diego? Uh, yeah. Right. So that is. Yep depending on which store he is well, the regardless old, of which store he is and he's a he's a very good presenter
4: without regard to
3: without regard to
4: the the older i get the wiser i be well that doesn't necessarily yeah. follow but the soil is the key yes if you have good soil and take good care of your soil your plants will take care of themselves and and our focus as we maintain our plants should be on maintaining the soil so that would be
3: would be like building a healthy soil and a whole soil web. Is that where you're going? With
4: yeah. That? Do we have a class coming up on anything <laughs> we, like that? We do, in
3: fact.
2: Okay. Uh, moving on a little bit later in the month, on the, 21st, the weekend of the 21st, uh, San Diego is going to be summer color with Ryan, and you two are going to be doing the uh, citrus class. The
3: citrus class. We are. Yeah. That's too Jeff. bad. After what is it? after all
4: of these good classes coming up, then they're going to have to throw us yeah. out there. Yeah.
2: Well, the um, I go mutton the, mas- the master gardeners tend to like the stuff that you do.
3: Well, that's I think because they pay for it and they feel like, well, I, I better say that because I, I, I need to say I got something for my money.
4: <laughs> that is true. I didn't hear anything about this year. Did yeah, you we get did. any feedback? No, we did we post had feedback. We did. Did we get good feedback? It Was positive. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Whew.
2: Thank goodness. Um, Moving on to the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation, not to be confused with the San Diego Botanical Garden. Uh, Today and tomorrow, it's the uh, Epiphyllum Society show and sale in Balboa Park in Casa del Prado. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend in Balboa Park, that would be something that I would recommend that you stop by and see. They should have some some pretty amazing stuff.
4: I have a beautiful kind of a yellowy apricot. Epiphyllum that's blooming in my backyard right now it's too bad they come and go so quickly yeah that's yeah they don't last very long
2: unfortunately but the plants
4: require nothing Mm -hmm.
3: where do you grow it
4: it's hanging in my Tipuana tipu and i water it on occasion and i throw a few grow power planting tablets in it on occasion and they grow they do and it really needs to come out of its pot it was overgrown it was part of the collection that i got right that we were Talking about the at a yard sale, and it was overgrown five then, years ago, six yeah. years ago, seven years ago, and it's still been hanging in a pot. It needs to, but it's still surviving. Oh, yeah, and still blooming.
2: I've got a couple of big epiphyllum <clears throat> oxypetalums that it's funny that they just sit there and they don't do anything for the longest time, and then next thing you know, Spectacular it's, got, show. it's got it's got huge flower buds hanging off, all over it, and then i tell Melanie. and said, "Oh, it's going to bloom, and then wake up the next morning, go out and Missed throw up uh, flowers." Uh, are, uh, yeah, and forgot the, to go look. Yeah, uh, but when when we do go look and they're open, they've got they're probably um, close to eight inches across. They're it's it's the are really spectacular.
3: Pretty- you and you use Grow Power tablets, and we have a lot of customers that come in and and I don't know where they read it, but they come with very specific needs for theirs. You know, do you have? I'm making this up for illustrative purpose. You know, a 2, and a half. and a half. It's, it's a, a truth. It's a, yeah. People come in that. with these. Yeah. It, it's amazing. Just throw it. Seven, 777.
4: It has to have 777. Seven, seven. I saw yeah. it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What food do I get for my Passiflora edgeless, my edible passion flower? 888. Eight, 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 has to be. Well, yeah. I have. No, it has to be an 888. Eight, eight. I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Go find.
5: Yeah. Look, good luck finding good, it. Good luck yeah. with that.
2: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the weekend of 13th, 14th, and 15th, the Geranium Society is having their show on sale in Balboa Park, which that should be interesting as well. And then the big show this this month is going to be the uh, Plumery Society Cutting Sale, which is the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. If you want to do that, my suggestion would be to get there on the, on the 20th if you want a good selection because I have a feeling by the time the 21st and the 22nd roll around, It'll it'll be, it'll there's going to be, yeah. be a lot less for sale than there than there was on the on the twentieth. Um, and moving up north to the San Diego Botanical Garden, um, World of Orchids starts this week, uh, and they recommend that you you buy your tickets online because it it can sell out. And if you don't have a if you don't have a ticket when you get there, you may not be able to get into the conservatory.
4: They really dressed it up nicely, or at least they did last year. The pictures and were incredible.
2: I can't remember if we went. I can't remember if we went last year or not. For the orchids? For the orchids. Yeah, I I'll have to go we'll have to go this year. It that it, it's I'm sure it's they they yes. do some incredible. They do incredible stuff in the in the conservatory there. It it really has been a tremendous addition to the uh, to the garden. Uh, da, 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 da. You
3: know, well, you mentioned plumerias. We're going to have a big plumeria class. We them.
2: actually have. Speaking of yeah, when when we, is the plumeria class?
3: It's in June, June eighteenth, okay. with uh, Mike Atkinson. Okay, Atkinson plumeria.
2: We're already starting to get plumerias in in stock. We've yeah, it seems early, but we actually had not this. I didn't see any this week, but last week we got some in that had had flowers on them. Really? Already? Yeah. It's I have a big one out by my pool. It's gonna. It's probably going to be another month. Or, I guess June, July is when yeah, when they really start yeah when they really start kicking in. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Um, speaking of Mother's Day coming up tomorrow, if you're looking for last minute gifts, we do have stuff available in both stores. I know we got some nice florist hydrangeas in. Uh, I think most of the cymbidiums are gone. There's still yes, it's about
3: six, but they're all yellow. Yeah, in the Poway store,
2: they and were there. Are some gorgeous dahlias? They were going fast. The da- the dahlias this year have been unbelievable.
4: I mean, there are also a lot of other orchids, the phalaenopsis, and I was noticing on my way out the door yesterday, we got in some little miniature fails, small. I mean, mini, mm. mini.
2: Oh, really? Yes, I missed many
4: many. many, 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 and. uh i don 't want to spoil any surprises, so i won 't say any more about that.
3: what you can use them for yeah this weekend
4: yes okay
2: um and just lots of both stores have a really good selection of house plants too, and as a matter of fact, we are going to be getting some more unusual and interesting house plants in in the not too distant future Sometime. We, Sometime. we have not got we have not gotten a ship date yet, but we found a found a grower over in um florida that has some really nice stuff uh, oh, that we can't get out here so uh, we have that stuff on order and my, my daughter here soon
4: talking about driving down to florida because she has some kind of a grower down there and she was going to pick up stuff and bring it back but she just needs i just need a greenhouse dad we all do okay
2: <laughs> just get some grow lights and put them in your bathroom she wants a greenhouse and she sent me a
4: picture of a clear greenhouse well you're gonna have to cover it well i'll put shade cloth over it No, you want a greenhouse, move back
2: here. Anyway. There you go. There you go. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Harry, stay on the line. We're going to talk to you when we come back right after this. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to head up north to uh, Fallbrook where Harry is waiting. Good morning, Harry. How are you?
5: Uh, Good morning. Um, I have a couple questions, but uh, I want to start off by making a statement that the Vista Garden Club is going to have their flower show next weekend. Oh, at the uh at the vista community center which is where moonlight theater is so i just want to you know make this case someone who would be interested in going to that it would be next weekend friday uh saturday and sunday
2: oh excellent thank you very much for bringing that to our attention uh what do you know what the hours are
5: um i i don't have the booklet right in front of me but um I don't know. I'm, I'm I, sure we. I guess, uh, I'm, or something like that.
2: Okay, I'm I'm sure the listeners could could find it online as well. So, so what's your question for us today?
5: Well, there, I have two questions. One is the, the saffron crocus. Uh, when when do you sell the bulbs for those?
2: Those are fall bulbs. Yeah, they they come in in the fall, usually September, September October,
4: and they they may come in later than the. No, I think they do come in the. With the first ship in September yeah. they usually come early, in, pretty, early, early, pretty to mid early September oh yeah. yeah, but it's later September now yeah. late september
5: uh, okay, and if you if you plant them in september when do they when do they come out
2: uh usually in the springtime yeah,
5: yeah. I, I, okay. I think I think um,
4: right after the first of the year or early yeah they're, they're gonna start growing shortly after they go in the ground, and they usually bloom in the winter here, well.
0: Oh. It's okay. the spring blooming uh, crocus that
4: need the chill, not the and they bloom later in the season. The spring bloomers that need the chill bloom later in the season. The Sampirous. saffron okay, crocus well, that, come right out.
5: But chill, chill worries me. Uh, is that suitable for California?
4: The chill is not for the saffron crocus, it's for the other crocus, yeah. so it, it, it's not the saffron crocus naturalize here. they do very well.
2: Yeah the the other the the other crocus is one of the bulbs that you can put in the refrigerator for a, for a few weeks to give them the chill that they need to really do well. But the saffron crocus, you don't have to do that at all. They'll they'll take it, they'll take care of themselves.
5: Okay, just talking about that. Uh, the other crocus that needs a chill. If you don't give it a chill, what happens?
3: It essentially just shrivels up and dies after a season or two.
2: Yeah, they don't. Nat- like, they um, won't naturalize very well. But you can, after they flower, you can you can lift them and keep them, keep them, store them in a dry location, and then the following season put them in the refrigerator again to give them the chill that they need, and, and they'll keep going. They're a little more work um, if you want to keep them going. I would say a lot more. Yeah, I was yeah.
5: going to say substantially more. So they take the same um, uh, culture as uh, tulips and hyacinths. Correct.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Right. Pretty much.
5: Yeah. Okay. The other question is, um, a lot of people have raised beds for one reason or another. Uh, A raised bed, uh, you have to fill it with soil, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, The question is, um, do you have to take that soil out and replenish it after a certain time, or do you just leave it in there?
2: You can just leave it in there. You, you'll definitely want to add uh, fresh yeah. organic material as because of, as the soil starts to break down, you're going to have less volume in the bed. So you want to add new organic material to it. Uh, probably, if, depending on what you're growing, it would, wouldn't hurt to add some gypsum uh, to get some calcium into it. And then also mix some, some fertilizer into it, whether you're using grow power, grow power uh, tomato and vegetable food. Or Dr. Earth or e b Stone organic vegetable food, either one, um, but the easiest way to do it is just put everything that you're gonna mix into the soil in there at once, and then just mix it one time rather than put down the put down the organic material, mix that in, put down the fertilizer, mix that in, put down the gypsum, and mix that in. Just put everything that you're gonna put in down and then stir it all in at once.
5: okay. Okay, well, that's it. That answers the question. Thank you.
2: Okay, thanks for the call. Thanks for giving us the tip on the uh, Vista Garden Club, too. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Have a great weekend. Bye, now.
5: On the uh, Vista Garden, by the way, uh, Saturday, May 14th, it's from 2 to 5 p.m., and the May 15th, the Sunday, is at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, events. So, and they have free refreshments they're advertising,
4: too. So wow. if you want to get something to drink while you're shopping around, you can. So. Excellent. Thank you, Brendan. You're
2: Appreciate welcome. that. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You
4: know, by its nature, good, rich, raised bed soil is going to, to shrink and contract. And how much you have to add in and how much you have to replenish
2: kind of depends on what the soil looks and feels like and, and how much organic material is actually in it right. to begin with. Right. Yeah. Uh and actually when you're when you're if you're starting out with a new raised bed, you're gonna need to buy more soil than you think you do to fill it because as soon as you get it in there and water it the first time, it's gonna compact it's gonna compact mm. down. There is a compaction factor and it's probably close to ten or twenty percent. So always buy more soil than you than you think you're going to need, uh, because you you will end up having to fill it back up again,
4: um, or or walk across the street and ask your neighbor if he has any more broken bags or something like that. You know, <laughs> there's other ways to. to yes, do it, but it still has to be done.
2: Um, if you're interested in putting in a butterfly garden or helping the monarchs out, uh, finally the growers have caught up on. Milkweed supply, and we have we have very we have we have a better supply of native milkweed now than I think we ever have. We have a we have quite a bit of it out there on the uh, <clears throat> quite a bit of it out there on the on the tables right now. And we also have quite a bit of uh, tropical milkweed out there as well.
3: A lot more than I've than I've seen in some time. Yeah. Hey, just real quick, going back to the epiphylium. yes, epiphilium, depending on one's pronunciation. Um, when we talk about it, we know what it is but it, do you guys have a common name that you use on that i know that it has orchid, orchid cactus, cactus. Orchid cactus yeah. or climbing cactus
2: yeah orchid cactus is the most common one right it, well um, i haven't
4: had, heard it called climbing cactus
3: really i i have and i'm just curious you know because we always regular regular because we always throw the name out without you know,
2: describing yes. it so okay. we've got we've got some of those they're really toothed Foliage ones yes. that we got from San Marcos? The
4: fishbone like, ones. And fish I, yeah. I have one at home that I got last year because looking at the pictures online at what they do when they bloom, they look incredible. So I, I've kept it alive for six get, months or eight months now. It's
2: a cool plant. I may have to. And they I may they, have to they get are one. pretty carefree. And, and it's funny. They, they are very carefree. You say carefree.
4: climbing, they usually don't. They usually, those, the orchid cactus, usually kind of. Trail down, trail
3: down. But if they get, if there's anything to climb on, I guess if they're up against. But that's yeah. one of the but terms.
4: But the other ones, the fishbone. But there's there's quite a few different varieties. Those and the, the dragon fruit, they climb. Yes, differently. Yep. But anyway, so I just want to call out your common name. your common name is no good.
3: Well, that's why we don't <laughs> use common names. Okay, and I agree with you.
4: It's, I, I took a phone call yesterday where somebody wanted to know if we had African daisies and stuff. I
3: so you did the which one? Yes. Yeah.
4: And she was looking for the common purple or white freeway days. Freeway days, and yeah. That's, but if somebody said climbing cactus, you wouldn't know where I to would go. think of everything but the orchid cactus that we were just talking about. Huh. So there. Huh. Yes.
2: If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to head out to El Cajon where, where Andy is waiting. Good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for taking my call. Anytime. What can we do for um, you?
6: I have a question about a Setsuma mandarin. I have a beautiful tree that's probably 20 years old, very well uh, manicured and taken care of. But for some reason this year, I got probably a handful of blooms, probably 10 blooms, and normally it's like grapes. Hmm. I was wondering if you had any ideas why that would happen. It's, it's fed, water, beautiful, no bugs, nothing. Well, and It just was really odd.
4: It seems to me we're a little late. In, no, uh, I was going to say first Satsumas, they're they come on they later bloom, than the. They rest. Bloom in,
6: yeah, they bloom in uh February. And this year I when it, the blooms came out it was just like I'd say probably 10 of them on a tree that's probably that's eh, 7 8 foot tall, but it's usually loaded like grapes. Yeah. And I, some of the some of the sets fall off. But um, I don't know if it's cuz of the climate cuz it was warmer this year or I, I don't know what. I was wondering if you had any ideas. Yeah, I don't. The I mean, most important thing would be food water, and water. Exactly, food and water. But yeah. if everything's yeah, taken it, care of, I yeah, I am a grow power guy, so yeah. yeah.
2: That, that's what I would. That's what I would recommend. Just yeah, follow the mm-hmm. follow the application instructions. It may have been a it, if if you are not getting the actual if the flat, you We have people that come, that will come in and talk about their talk about their fruit trees where they where they're not getting any fruit and. Sometimes it's sometimes it's they, they flower, but they don't get any fruit, so that's usually a pollination issue. or But if they're not flowering at all and you don't get any fruit, then that, that's probably a cultural issue, and it may be an issue, and if you haven't changed anything that you're doing, it may be a cultural issue that's outside of your control, like you mentioned, maybe a climate, climate issue or something like that. Well,
4: you might also yeah, is- expand the water zone. Maybe maybe the root system's outgrowing where you're watering now. I, I
2: don't have anything. Yeah, don't I have a definite answer yeah, for you. Yeah,
6: I have a drip system on it, and then um, I, I have a soaker hose that's wrapped around that. Every I just leave it there, and every once in a while, I hook up the hose and give it a good drink of water. But I mean, I don't overwater it. I, I know how to take care of it. Yeah, it's oh, just, it sounds it's really uh, yeah. weird that this year th- this this year it didn't do anything. And uh, but it, you look at the tree; it's beautiful.
2: Well, see that it, you know. It, for example, I, I've got a I've got a Washington navel and a big pot on my back patio, and I'll get I'll get a I'll get a couple of couple of oranges a year out of it. And I was out looking at it the other day, and it has more flowers on it that right now than I've ever seen before. And it's set probably a couple hundred oranges right now. I don't know if they're all going to make it or not, but it's never it's never done that. It's it's never done that before. Um, I don't know why it's decided to do that all of a sudden because the care of it really hasn't changed at all from what I'm doing mm-hmm. with it. So you know there there is some variation in it, but uh, I would keep up. I would keep up with what you're doing. You know, maybe give it oh, a yeah, little, definitely. give it, get a little. If it's getting bigger, maybe move that move that soaker hose out a little bit closer to the middle between the drip line and the trunk, and just soak the when you do soak it, make sure that you soak the entire area under the canopy of the tree um, mm-hmm. and just see what happens i it's it sounds like you're doing everything right so i i don't have a yeah i don't i don't have a we don't have, we don't have a, de- don't a definitive have a, answer you yeah, yeah. No, we, we, you you got us on that one so so just keep just yeah, keep I, doing what you're doing
6: well thank you very much for taking my call
2: okay anytime have a great weekend you too okay take care yeah well, that's so, a,
5: sometimes you yeah i mean cuz it sounds like he's doing everything right but I guess every year is different.
2: Yeah, it's hard, hard, hard to say sometimes. I, I can't believe how many oranges are set on the. Of course of course there. You shouldn't about be. Us.
4: You shouldn't be saying that right now, right after he just gave us his sad <laughs> yes. song about having no well, fruit. Well, I
2: know. I know. It, I know everything that's on there isn't gonna isn't gonna stay on there. I, um, I
4: know he said his always blooms in February. I thought my Satsuma bloomed a little bit later. I thought it pushes out growth about
2: now. So mine's grown. Mine. Mine have growth on it now. Yeah. So, do any
3: of yours do alternate bearing?
2: Yeah, yeah. because so. I had I had a pretty heavy crop of, we had a pretty heavy crop this year, and last year it wasn't nearly as big. So, I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number you're listening to. Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more right after this. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future, we're going to have a, another supplier of citrus with some interesting varieties coming in.
4: The failed kumquat order has worked out very well for Walter Anderson Nursery.
2: Well, I, was, I wasn't referring to that grower no, I know, no, that, I know, yeah. but that, yeah. but that, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is what—that's yeah, true. That was that's the true.
4: catalyst for a lot of new things, and so I sent in a very nice order of some things that we normally do get that we have not been able to get, and then some things that we have not been able to get that we've had a lot of people asking for, and I think we should just tease it at that because I don't know what's going to show up and and what we're going to get confirmed. Yeah, but yeah. pretty exciting new citrus, and so we're going to have to find some more space, George.
3: Oh, absolutely. There's one that I'm already, yes. Is, so, it,
4: the, is it the one I'm thinking of? It is. And my, okay. my
3: question to you, though, is that these are going to be very similar in stature as the those that we just recently received in the smaller containers? No,
4: not in the, in the medium containers. Medium containers. Yes. Okay. So these are going to be in about five inch by five inch by a foot deep square pots, and they should be nice budded new plants that are a couple or two to three feet tall, I think. And they'll be fairly skinny. They may not have much branching on them, but if they are like the ones that I am expecting, as soon as we get them, they will start pushing out growth to the sides and ha- be a full tree within a full branching uh, tree yeah. within a few months. And there's some.
3: Well, those, those that we did receive that were like that you know, the, in the sleeves, I put three of those in the ground, and they are leafing out and doing very, very well. So I'm pretty excited about
4: it. Um, my lemon is still sitting in its sleeve on my driveway. It's alive still. Oh yeah, and it's grown out very nicely. It's branched out really well. It. Uh,
3: I found those containers hard to keep wet. They just it, they, you, you every, have to water them a lot. So yes, I had I to do. get it in the ground.
4: Yes, I. I know, and I put all my little test tube plants. Those are all they're in pots and growing out well. But they, they, they were tiny. These are going to be the intermediate-sized ones that should be perfect for starts, uh, I mean, for transplant into the ground, and they, they take off really quickly. And if it all goes well, um, we will have some, well, all sorts of different well, and, things. Well,
3: before you, before we end that, when do you expect them roughly? I don't, I don't know don't even yet. know that. September
4: so, or so December? So this is a, no, no, no. 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 This, this stuff we're talking about within the next next. Thirty days well, that's or forty-five so days,
3: soon, relatively soon. Yes.
4: Okay. And I placed another order with the other people that should come down within the next thirty or forty-five days with different varieties. If things work out as they are appearing, we should be the best place to go for citrus um, anywhere in this, probably the southern half of the state.
3: What, what I find difficult for me here is i need more water because i want more of these trees <laughs> yeah and we need more We have to have
2: better to, access to water i just need better dirt and better soil in my yard well business. you know what
3: i tell people when they tell me that ken is you're not special we all have poor soil you just have to work at it to build a healthy soil
2: i need it to drain yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the biggest problem that i raise planters for you sir yeah yeah
4: get that man a raised planter stat
2: you know the other talking about citrus the other thing that just amazes me is how we have never had such a low supply of standard citrus it's it's almost it, embarrassing yeah, it's, when you walk out there it's incredible I, if we if we have 2 dozen standard citrus in stock right now of any variety or size i would be surprised hmm. i mean it's that entire bed is almost completely empty Um, And avocados were thinning out, too, but we got a huge shipment of 15-gallon avocados in yesterday, yesterday, I think it was. Really nice ones. Um, Those crops are starting to come in like they used used to. to. Um, So we have a very, very good selection of um, at least larger avocados right now as well.
4: We got in some very nice Fuertes and Haas yesterday, and... They didn't ship them a few weeks ago because they weren't ready yet. They really? weren't up to size. Well, from the were, size they look, yeah. I think we could have taken them. They a few weeks have, ago they would have been okay. Probably
2: would have been okay. Um, we got. It seems late to me, but we um, clematis came in. We've got a nice selection of clematis from. It's either late from, or really early. Well, they don't have any flowers on them yet. So that's yeah. It, usually it, we get them in June. I guess.
4: Usually, no. Like, it's
2: May. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, it gets, yeah. yeah usually. But well, usually, when we get them in, they've got flowers all over them. That's very but true. This yes. this crop did not. I, I'm assuming those came down from Oregon with um, from Monrovia.
4: I am not mm-hmm. certain of that, and we were expecting a different Oregon order this week that was supposed to come in, and I don't know if it has or not. If they came from Oregon, have they been released? <laughs> did was it earlier in the week or?
2: Well, they were in the beds, so, okay, So, so they had been released okay
3: and that that's something that we put two two clematis in last spring, I think, and I failed on those. I had the roots in the shade, and I guess not enough water, but they didn't take
2: yeah Maybe you I'll bring them back. You, yeah. you gotta you gotta you gotta put the gotta keep the roots cool, oh yeah so. they were
3: I thought they were in enough shade, uh, but apparently not, not
2: I would submit to you
4: probably just didn't give them enough water
2: well i
3: i agree i I think it was a watering issue
4: okay. Yeah. Well, then, quit using the shady roots as an
3: excuse. Well, had they been in a little bit more shade, more mulch, I might have been able to get you. away with less water.
2: And you know what else I saw out in the subtropical fruit section that I hadn't seen before is the black goji berries. Yes. Usually, they're those little red red things.
3: Um, <laughs> the face you just made. for Yeah.
2: That. Well, I mean, I remember when the when goji berries hit the hit the scene was t- probably you know, 10, it, 15 yeah, years ago.
3: Like a, a, I have one at the PQ house, but they're like it's like a very tiny tomato, as far it, as the
2: texture. But isn't it really good for you? It is it's, it's a superfood for you. Yes, yeah. um, but the black one I hadn't I hadn't seen before. And as, actually, as far as what the plants look like, the black goji berry is a much better looking plant than than the regular goji berry. The regular goji berries are just kind of I thought they were all weedy. Well, it is weedy. Yeah, yeah but the, the black goji berry is a better looking weed than the red one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Fair yeah. enough. And we also have a very nice selection of um, dragon fruit in yes. stock right now, which are pretty pretty easy to grow. Yes, they are. Um, if you like dragon fruit.
4: Yeah, they're kind of like a climbing epiphyllium. <laughs> climbing so. cactus,
2: yes. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah.
3: Those roots that come out and grab things.
2: I remember
4: driving, I think it was with you, Ken, we were driving through North County and one of the growers we were driving past, I think it was on off of Gopher Canyon Road, we were winding down past a palm nursery and somebody had chopped the tops off of all of their guava trees and they had uh, dragon fruit growing up into them. So I went home and planted a dragon fruit under my guava trees and I didn't cut chop the tops off them so I don't think they get enough sun so they're kind of spindly and I've never gotten a piece of fruit off them but they've grown up through the guava trees nicely
3: it's a shame they're not a more attractive plant because the, the, the I like the fruit but not on not the white one because those are pretty bland but some of the we we did a taste test once in Poway and yeah, they like some, some of them were a little bit sweeter than the others but not, nonetheless the, the plants themselves are not very attractive so. are are they nutrient
4: rinse, rich rinse, rich rinse. dense mm-hmm. Rents dense? What what is the attraction of dragon fruit? They're very popular and they look cool. And they're expensive in the store. Yes.
3: Nine dollars for a and, and they're
4: Maybe pretty easy it. to grow. Um so so what's the deal? Are they nutrient dense? I.
2: are you
3: looking I don't, it up I don't, I'm don't, gonna look it okay. up.
4: So you guys go on and I, I was I
2: don't I don't I don't understand the
4: yeah.
2: I don't understand the attraction of it myself either. I mean it's not that it it's not that it's a it's not that it's bad, it's just that I don't
4: Wait a minute. I don't get it. Do you and I agree on something? I think on this one we do. All right. Yeah. So we have some common ground. Now we can go forward. Now we
3: can be friends. Yeah. I I like them. I think they're pretty tasty. Uh, And they're easy to grow? They're They are very easy to grow. Super easy to grow.
2: mm. Uh, In the continuing discussion that we have on plants that are no longer popular or fallen out of favor, as I was walking through the Shade House yesterday we don't sell hardly any impatiens anymore we we used to have tables of it Yes. Correct. that and used yeah. to be
4: the it, I, and Those it's, summer it's summer plant shade yeah. plant and it's mm-hmm. it's a
2: it's a, it's a it, you know for people that are looking for color in a shady area it's hard to beat impatiens they they grow like crazy they bloom like crazy they reseed themselves so it's a it's a it's a really good plant for that but for some reason it's it's just kind of fallen out of favor Okay,
4: I was just about to tell you, okay, so dragon fruit contains small amounts of several nutrients, so it's not that exciting. And it has uh, three and a half – oh, this is – these are certain But at the bottom, then it says, given the high amount of fiber and magnesium as well as the extremely low calorie content, dragon fruit can be considered a highly nutrient-dense fruit.
3: Ten percent of your needed magnesium, four percent of your iron.
4: Don't I get that from eating dirt?
3: (sighs) The magnesium part or Epsom has, salts? Do you well, the iron. Of salt? Three three grams of fiber is a significant. I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that because it's so kind of watery.
2: Yeah, yeah. it is kind of. So
3: three. Yeah. That, so it, is, it looks like it's and it's very low calorie. And It has
2: several
4: types of antioxidants. Okay, it's a nutrient dense. It's super. There cool. we go. There you so go. start
3: growing it. Start selling it.
4: Well, I'm growing it. The start, plants. Start producing it. Get it to start blooming.
3: And so even if they're ugly, you can grow them because they're good for you. I'm saying that out loud in case somebody's listening. You can grow them. Oh, oh,
4: oh! I see. You're trying to to persuade. Yeah, even though I got they're you. ugly, sway public opinion. There we go.
2: You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. There is more garden talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888 344 1170. Now, here's your hosts Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahadey, and George Allman.
2: And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Ullman.
4: My, my friend Tim just was reaching out to me because we were talking about plants and pots sitting at my house, not planted. And he sent me a picture of the loquat I gave him last time I moved or the time before, and I didn't want to move it. So he took it and planted it in his yard. It's doing really well.
3: They tend to and do he that. Wants
4: more. he wants more plants. But no, I'm going to keep them till they either get planted or till. They 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 are not plantable.
3: (laughs) I I, I gave you a – I I propagated a pomegranate. A a good friend of ours from the nursery gave us some pomegranates that were unique, and I propagated them. I remember giving you one or two. How are those doing? You want to move on, Ken? (laughs) Because David doesn't want to talk right Uh, now.
2: (laughs) uh, Going back to the plants that that have fallen out of favor, um, another one that we just don't sell much anymore is standard – foxgloves just regular foxgloves we'd have we have some dwarfs out there the foxies but yeah. regular foxgloves we nobody grows them anymore that that huh. i have seen at least not not recently but you know we used to get them in they'd have flower stalks on them three or f- four feet tall right um but not i haven't seen any of those in a long so time
3: what do you think is the reason behind that
2: i it, you know it's stuff just come it, it Cycles it it's it's it, it, it si- it well I know things
3: cycle, but is it sometimes there's a reason, you know, too much water, there's an insect that gets to them. They, it, yeah,
2: foxgloves I, I
4: I people I, we just can't trust their judgment sometimes. We need more people. The foxglove is a
2: fantastic plant. It's a neat plant.
4: And it blooms for months once those spikes start. Maybe to one bloom. of the
2: problems is that it's a biennial. biennial. So you grow you have to grow it for a year oh, with yeah. no flowers. To get it to flower. Like and people, hollyhocks, but it's worth it. But people people want
3: instant gratification. In, instant gratification.
2: Right? Yeah. You know, another, okay. one, another one that I noticed that we, I can't remember the last time I saw it in the store walking through the tree line is Markameas. Marcamia is a beautiful tree. Wow! Yeah, I have a lot of those. So I'm not years, familiar with that. Yeah. What
3: is what is that tree? It's a tr- It's,
2: it's, it's, it's like, sometimes
4: yellow. called the climbing cactus. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's,
0: oh, it's another a, one. It's
2: yeah. a. It's got a yellow trumpet-like flower on it. Very tr- the foliage looks like uh, spathodia foliage. Okay. Um, very, very columnar, upright growth habit. Uh, very tropical looking. It, it makes a great screening tree. They are. They can be a little bit messy um, with the flowers and the seed pods, but. But it's a, it's a great tree, But and we used to sell a lot of them, but True. I, I can't remember the last time I saw one.
4: I don't know if it's still there, but coming down La Jolla Parkway into La Jolla, the, I think it's a Chevron down at La Jolla shore, yeah. as you get to the bottom. Yeah. Just as you start to climb up and head towards La Jolla, there used to be an enormous Marcamia to the right, and I don't know if it's still there or not, but it was...
2: Hmm. I'll have to look the next time I venture over that Um, direction.
4: My friend Tim said we need to have a text line so that people who don't want to talk can get their questions uh, answered. It appears he has that right now. Yeah, he kind of (laughs) does. But I was thinking they could just call Brendan and talk to him off the air, and he can give us the the questions. So um, you're willing to do that, right, sir?
3: He's not listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's not. (laughs) Yes, he would be
4: willing. So if you want to just call and
3: ask your question, you
2: could. Marcamia. Nile Tulip. Marcamia Hildebrandi.
3: Um,
2: and then uh, I, while I was walking through the tree line, another tree that is, I think, very underutilized in San Diego. And it's one of my dad's, like, forever. We had one in our yard. In May our I bigger. guess? Go ahead. Stenocarpus. You got it. Firewheel tree. Yeah. Beautiful evergreen tree. When it's young, it's has very tropical-looking foliage because it has that kind of pinnate foliage to it. Um, very dark green, uh, evergreen makes a nice medium sized tree, not very fast growing, but the flowers are absolutely unique. I can't think of anything that has a flower on it like that. I think they're actually in the protea family.
4: It's a full wh- whorl of flowers right whorl. Yeah, yeah red
2: with yeah. wh- red I think it's a red center, and then the little ball at the tip of the petals that is yellow
4: that was it, the the tree straight out the back on Ticonderoga, correct wasn't there a firewheel tree in your dad's backyard yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. there was. One, it was a beautiful tree. There was one there, and then uh, we had one on Galveston Street too, when we when we lived over there. It's a it's a neat tree. It's a it's a really neat tree, and um, it's. Uh, He's had it with us. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm not going to
4: take this anymore. Um, but that, that's it is a, a very nice tree. If but you're it, look, if it, you're
2: looking for a nice little medium sized uh, evergreen tree, that's a that's definitely one to consider. And
4: I think part of the problem with that tree why it might be out of favor is because it doesn't look like a very nice tree when we have them in the stores. It's just a five gallon. Well, well thing I would
3: leaves. argue that it we have, have a lot mean. of trees that, that people can't imagine s- what they look like when it, they're when they're full size or even half full. Very size, hard when they start paint getting the picture. It's the right. truth. Yeah. Take the agonis, the the peppermint willow. You show them that little stick, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's not you what got, I'm looking for." Yeah,
2: you got to show them the picture in exactly. the book, right? Exactly. That's why I bring I, out the book when I. Show I don't
3: those know trees.
4: whose backyard it was, but I picture somebody's backyard at the top of Point Loma that had some gorgeous um, agonis in it and a spectacular lawn underneath. And they did was it like Dich- I don't know if it was dichondra or not, but that's you have to see them. You have to yeah. see them because they yeah. don't. Yeah. They don't look like anything, and nobody wants to trust us. We tell them, this is going to be a great-looking tree. tree. I it's promise. I so promise.
3: We have a, a great book at the nursery called Street Trees of San Diego, and that is very useful to show what the tree would look like in a median or in somebody's lawn. And it, it's very useful when you walk out there and go, this is yeah. the peppermint willow. It's a lovely tree. It does this. And then you show them that picture, and they look back and forth at the picture and the tree, yeah. trying to make that connection.
2: Yeah. This was an interesting Fact. I don't know if you knew this or not, George, but did you know the Navy has its own forest
3: to make the ash or the uh, oak for the Constellation Constitution? Const- I said Const- constellation. Const- Constitution. Const- I knew that. I just said the wrong
2: Constitution step. Grove. Okay. It's in Indiana. It's a private fifty thousand acre white oak forest. And if you ever get that- up to
3: the museum in Boston, they show that. It's pretty interesting. Yeah oh. i
2: I had heard about I had heard about this not too long ago, but I. I think that I think that's amazing that they that they do that. Um it also said that the Royal uh Royal Navy Admiral um Collingwood would slip a handful of acorns into his pockets before taking a walk in the woods near his home. He would press an acorn into the soil whenever he when whenever he saw a good place for an oak tree to grow, he wanted to make sure that the Royal Navy never ran out of oak. So But yeah, Constitution Grove is uh, at a navy facility back in Back in um, Indiana. 50,000 acres, that's, a, that's, that's, a, a, lot that's do, a lot of wood. That's a lot of wood for one boat. You can do that
4: in Indiana.
5: You can't, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't do that here. <laughs> no. Too, too
4: bad you didn't need that kind of wood for the, uh, uh-oh. What was what? the boat you rebuilt?
2: The San Salvador? The
4: San Salvador. Yeah, we and did not need would, it. You,
2: we we used live oak out of the south.
4: Well, you should have gone to the Navy. That, the I reason they're they using that, us.
3: that particular oak is it's incredible. Incredibly hard. It obviously. is really and, hard. And they have a display, real quick, where you, they, they drop like a steel ball mm-hmm. on pine, a regular oak, and then the um, white oak. White oak, and the, the, this ball will bounce pretty high off the pine, and then it, each one. But I mean, uh, it will, will settle down on the pine, go a little bit high on the oak, and then just bounce right off the white oak to show yeah. how hard it is. It's incredibly yeah. tough.
2: That's typically what they use for uh, wine barrels and whiskey barrels too. Is is white oak?
6: Hmm.
3: Solid so. wood.
2: Yeah, and
4: then they use different white oak from different areas to give different flavors to your wines. What they use different types of oak and oh white yeah oak. Yes. yeah Some there's yeah. yeah
2: there's there's French French App- oak yes. and American oak yes. and and it also depends on how much they char the inside of the barrel too. So
4: okay, real quickly, what are you going to do right now?
2: What am I going to do? Well,
3: we're going to talk classes. about the classes real quick. Oh, go Okay, San Diego at nine o'clock. We have house plants with Ted, and in Poway at nine thirty, San Diego spiders in the garden: good or bad? Yes, Randy. good. They are good. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
4: you don't have to come part. now, but they're good. Unless, no. unless you get up, oh, oh yeah, you, you'll, yeah. you'll have to come you have and to come
0: listen. A- yeah. I'm
2: You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCPQ and KPRZ. We'll be back next weekend with another hour. Have a great weekend, everybody, and happy Mother's Day.